Happy Friday, competitor! Jake here, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and welcome to this episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. It's part three as we wrap up our series on where we get competition wrong. Earlier this week, we talked about domination. Why, if we're only going after goals we're guaranteed to get, we're cheating ourselves of opportunities to grow because we can't expand our comfort zones by always staying within it. Then we talked about comparison, how comparison robs us in one way in terms of someone that we're focused on may not be good enough to give us the competition we need to grow. Or on the other hand, somebody may be so much better than us that we don't even try or we just try with a weak effort. Today is going to tie into where both of those also come into play around the idea of avoidance. The third way we get competition wrong is we avoid it all together. We avoid opportunities where we might fail. We avoid situations where we might be uncomfortable. We avoid anything and everything related to this idea of pushing ourselves. Whether we're talking about we avoid signing up for a charity 5K fun run because we might not win or we might have to walk. We avoid applying for a promotion at work because we don't feel confident 100% we're ready to go. We avoid doing things because of the discomfort in our stomach that says, you might fail. And I know this because that's what I did. See, I got to a point in my late teens where I had the opportunity to chase a goal. And then due to dealing with an injury, shaking confidence, I started doubting myself. More so, I started listening every single day to these doubts and fears in my head that were telling me, what happens to you if you fail at this goal? What happens if you're not good enough? What will other people say about you if you don't hit this goal or you're not that good at it? What kind of loser are you? And over enough time, hearing those voices over and over and over again, I caved into them. I allowed fear to talk me out of even giving it a shot, even finding out what I was capable of because I was too afraid at the idea to compete and fail. And so I retreated. And the problem with that retreat is it ended up saddling me with regret that I carried for years. Because it's not that I didn't reach my goal, it's that I didn't give myself a shot to find out. If you read my first book, you know we talked about this idea of ending on empty. That when an athlete finishes a game or career, Regardless of what the scoreboard says, there's emotions if you win, there's emotions if you lose, but at the core of it, you can either walk off the field, head held high because you gave everything you had in off-season workouts, in preparation, in practice, and in playing the game, knowing there's nothing more you could have done with what you'd been given, or you can walk off the field with your head down glancing up at that scoreboard over and over again, replaying the what if, what if, what if, what if I hadn't cheated myself in practice? What if I'd get done all those reps in the offseason? What if I hadn't taken off a play in the game? Would we have won? And so one of those allows you to live in peace regardless of the outcome, and the other one haunts you because you're asking yourself what if without the ability to go back and change things. And so today I want to challenge you With where are you allowing fear or discomfort talk you out of trying something new? Where are you allowing it to force you to play it safe or try to dominate? Where are you letting it trick you 
into believing there's going to be a time down the road where you're automatically going to be better at that skill. You're going to be more confident. And so just wait until then before you start, before you start writing, before you start speaking in front of your team, before you start coaching up people that directly report to you, all of those things. You don't just suddenly wake up better at those things. You put in the work to build it over time. And what happens is fear and discomfort trick us into this idea of avoiding these opportunities to compete because we're so afraid of failing in the outcome that we fail to realize putting ourselves out there and doing the work increases our baseline and makes us better. See, when our focus is on putting our worth in with the outcome, well, that's a problem because we don't control the outcome in any situation. We can do everything we can and things outside of our control can derail us. Heck, 2020 taught us that, right? There's things that are going to happen to you in life that you have zero control over. Your responsibility is not with the outcome. Your responsibility is 100% in the process. But most of us are so fixated on the outcome, our, our worth is in the outcome, our identity is in the outcome, that we avoid competing, we avoid pursuing stretch goals, we avoid doing things that are uncomfortable because we're so afraid of failing in the outcome. But in reality, where we need to be fixated and focused is in the process. In the day-to-day, what am I doing in my control to get better? Where am I going? How am I increasing my baseline? And then in those moments, we don't hit that outcome. It doesn't affect our worth and our identity. All it does is say, hey, this didn't work. What do I need to do differently next time? And then we start again from a higher baseline. But we can't increase our baseline unless we're putting ourselves out there in positions we haven't been before, unless we're uncomfortable. And avoidance is not the way to do that. And so ending this week today, I want to encourage you, what's the thing you've been avoiding? Where's that one thing you've been hoping, wanting, talking about doing, but you keep putting it off until a more perfect time, until you're comfortable, until you're confident? And why don't you just start today? You don't have to do it all, but what if you got started today? What would it look like next week if you built a little bit of progress? What would happen if you became so obsessed and committed into how you show up in the process that you took your focus off of the outcome and regardless of what other people will say, what kind of winner, what kind of failure you would be, and you just said, I'm going to not worry about the outcome. I'm going to do everything I can to own the process and let the chips fall where they may. See, when we do competition wrong, when we look to dominate, when we're always comparing ourselves, and when we avoid it altogether, We're not helping ourselves. It may seem right. It may seem safe. It may seem like the best decision in the moment. But what it does is it burdens us with the regret in the long run. Because we're going to ask ourselves, what if I'd given my best? What if I'd pursued my potential? And we're going to get to a point where we realize that who we are is so far below who we could have been because we avoided the chances to compete and improve. Now, we can't go back and change the decisions we've made in the past. Just like me, I can't go back in time and change the times that I tried to dominate, the times I got caught up in comparison, the times I avoided it altogether. But what I can control is what I do today going forward. And what you can control is the decision you make this morning today going forward. Will you start competing every day with yourself to get better and see what you're capable of? Or will you continue to play the game of distraction with comparison? Will you start putting yourself in a position to go after goals that stretch you 
that you may not hit, but in doing so are going to make you better? Or are you going to keep playing it safe and going after the easy stuff, ultimately realizing that in the end, you're going to fall far short of what you could have been? Or are you just going to allow fear to talk you out of trying it all together? One of the core taglines of our brand since day one has been life is worth competing for. And I hope that message sticks with you today because your life is worth competing for. It's not worth adding additional regret. It's not worth putting off things until a more perfect time. It's not about replaying the past over and over again, woulda, shoulda, couldas. It's about being where your feet are, being intentional with your actions, looking for opportunities to get better, and then acting on it. That's what it means. Winning in this life. Happy Friday, competitor. Jake here, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and welcome to this episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. It's part three as we wrap up our series on where we get competition wrong. Earlier this week, we talked about domination. Why, if we're only going after goals we're guaranteed to get, we're cheating ourselves of opportunities to grow because we can't expand our comfort zones by always staying within it. Thanks again, competitor, for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. This is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and I'm glad you're here because that means you're a driven leader who wants to maximize your performance and pursue greatness in every area of your life. To learn more about Compete Every Day, get involved in our leadership cohort, or find resources to help you lead better and succeed more, visit CompeteEveryDay.com. I'll see you next episode.